Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here with Jessica. Hey, everybody. We are going to be talking about narratives again. If you've been listening to the podcast, we've been talking all about narratives for the past, like, month and a half, couple weeks. We think narratives are super important. It is a very um, kind of sometimes glossed over type of writing. And that's what we're going to talk about today, why we shouldn't be glossing over it, you know, and it needs to be given the attention that it really deserves. Um, So before we jump into the episode, though, I want to invite you to our brand new narrative training that we'll be doing three game changing strategies for teaching narratives in your classroom. We have four different training dates to choose from. They're all online. They're all going to be live. The first one is on Thursday, June 25th. There'll be another one on the 26th. And then June 28th and 29th. So we give you a couple of different dates. Hopefully you can find one that works for you. So to sign up, go to ebacademics.com forward slash narrative training, pick your date, and we will see you there to talk all about narratives and really get you set up for success for the new school year, whether you're back in school in person or you're you know, online or you're half and half, half in person, half online, who knows? It remains to be seen what will be happening come the fall. But either way, we would love to see you there. Again, it's ebacademics.com forward slash narrative training. All right. Now that that is taken care of, Jessica, let's jump into talking about this. Yes. So, I mean, narrative writing has been on my mind a lot, I guess, because we've been talking about it so much on here and I've been thinking about it and it kind of had this aha moment that narrative writing is kind of like a middle child in a family. And I'm going to feel kind of bad for saying this, but you know, I have three kids, right? And I'm thinking that narrative writing is a lot like my middle child, Davey. He is four years old. And right now he is just not getting the attention he deserves, right? We're all at home sheltering in place. I'm homeschooling the first grader. The baby needs attention all the time. And Davey just kind of gets to run wild. Like his preschool work, I'm like, eh, we don't really need to get to it. Do what you can. I'll check it for a second. And he's just kind of taken off going crazy. And I was like, that's kind of like narrative writing in the classroom, right? In a way, because you know you need to do it. You schedule it into your school year, but you don't give it the attention it deserves. You let kids get away with things in their writing. They might go on and on and on, or their writing isn't great, but you're like, oh, well, they did it. They told a story, right? We met the standards. And I'm thinking, hmm, that should not be what it's like. We need to have some structure. Just like right now, my middle child needs some structure. I need to give him that attention so that he thrives during this time. Do you kind of get what I'm saying? Totally. I'm like nodding my head (laughs) as you're saying all of this. It's such a great analogy because I feel like it really is true. You know, there's so much emphasis put on expository and persuasive or argumentative or literary analysis, depending, you know, on what your state tests on and all that stuff. Yeah. And narratives should not be glossed over like that. There's so much incorporated in the narrative standards that yes, you know, are in the common core state standards, but also what students will learn those skills through narratives can be applicable to all the other types of writing as well. Absolutely. Um, and I think, I don't know that teachers don't give it the, the time, the energy it deserves sometimes just because we're like, Oh, a teacher will get to it next year. Or, you know, I already did it once this year, but we need to change the way we look at it. And I think if we were to really take the time and look at the standards that narrative writing addresses, it might be eye opening. 
So it's actually going to read you literally like one subset of a standard. And I'm hoping we can break it down and maybe <laughs> we'll uh, see like how much really goes into narrative writing. So check this out. Okay. Again, one subset. Use precise words and phrases, relevant descriptive details, and sensory language to capture the action and convey experiences and events. That's loaded. Right? <laughs> so like if you look at that, okay, I'm going to start with precise words. Well, now I have to do a mini lesson on precise words and phrases. Well, then you're going to have kids who are like, well, what's a phrase? So you're breaking that down and teaching, you know, what a phrase is. So then you move on to descriptive details or sensory details. Those are separate mini lessons as well. And I know teachers can relate to this, right? With sensory details and writing, how many of your kids are like, I hear blah, blah, blah. I see blah, blah, blah. I smell blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, yes, those are sensory details, but I'm so sick of that. I hear, I smell, I see. So we have to teach them now how to write those sensory details in a creative way and make their writing flow. So those are separate mini lessons, right? So just that one little subset, we are breaking down into so many lessons. And again, I think they're kind of glossed over in narrative writing. We're just like, okay, you know, you need an intro or a lead, a middle and an ending. Let's go. Let's do some transitions. And there we are. But if we take the time and look at these standards, oh my goodness, there's so much to unpack. Yeah. And so I want to talk now about like, now we know this. Okay. Like you've convinced me we need mm -hmm. to be teaching narratives in a much more, you know, intentional way more often right. throughout the year and just really think about, you know, how we can put that more effectively into our curriculum. And so, you know, let's look at a new way right? Of right. looking at narratives. And that's to really just celebrate and elevate narrative writing in your classroom. Don't have it fall into that middle child trap, which I mm -hmm. will say my brother, who is one of my brothers, who's the middle child actually happens to be the favorite. <laughs> I think because he didn't cause them so much strife, like I was How the oldest funny. girl and then the youngest one was no offense to my brother, Keith. I love you if you're listening, a nightmare. And so, you know, the middle child in our family actually ended up being the favorite kid. Maybe, maybe you'll see that unfold over the years too. Right. Well, I'm definitely trying to give our middle child that extra attention yes. right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, let's look at narratives like that. Yeah. Let's make narratives our, you know, middle child that needs maybe that extra attention that they're not getting. And they'll become the, the kid that we love the most. Although we always say that we love we all love of our all kids our the kids. same. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I think it's time to, to think outside the box with narratives and not just assume like, okay, I'm going to teach it one time and move on. And, you know, enough with the generic topics in narrative writing. Let's come up with some more creative ideas for kids to write about. So we're going to share some today and maybe it'll inspire you to to try something different with your narratives this next school year. Yeah. So I love these ideas that we have listed out. Do you want to just go back and forth? I'll read one. Sure. Read one? Go okay. for it. Um, so the first one is to have them turn their narrative into a commercial, which is actually a really cool way to, you know, have students work on different skills. You could have them working with audio and visual, and those are hitting on other standards, speaking and listening standards. Um, and I love that too, because, you know, that's a whole industry of, of jobs, of professions that kids mm -hmm. might find interesting to go into. So just a little, you know, twist on the narrative to turn it into a commercial. Commercials are stories. They're storytelling. And the best commercials are the best stories, you know? Um, right. So that's and one I'm, idea that you could use. 
I'm thinking with that to even hook your students, right? Show them a few commercials. There's yeah. some great Hallmark commercials out there or whatever yes. you come up with that tell stories. I totally love that and analyze them. Oh my god. Yes. Goodness. Even right now, I don't know about because we're recording this when we're still in shelter in place with um, COVID-19, but some of the commercials that I've been seeing for COVID-19, like, oh, just touch my heart. You know, yeah. I'm crying after a 30 second commercial. And that's like, wow, the power of a story. Right? Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so another idea you can do with your students is to still have them write a typical narrative, right? But once they're done, what they can do is break it down. Think of like a comic strip. So they pick, I don't know, five to 10 key scenes, key plot points of their narrative, and they illustrate them. And then you challenge them to only take one sentence, like directly from their narrative, and place it under each illustration. So as they write, if they know they're going to be doing this at the end, they're going to be much more, um, what's the word I'm looking like for? Like intentional, intentional, aware. Yes. Yeah. Much more intentional of how they're going to write their sentences because they need to convey a lot of meaning in those sentences. They're going to have better sensory details and stronger word choice. And I think that'll really true. And then you're giving students, you know, who are maybe more artistic and opportunity to express themselves that way as well. So it's yeah. a really fun way to do yeah. it. I love that one. Um, another fun one is to interview a classmate and you can write a narrative about him or her. And we don't want to just send our kids off like, okay, go interview a classmate and write right. a narrative. <laughs> we have to provide them with very specific structure, you know, a brainstorm. What types of questions do you want your students to ask each other to, you know, elicit information to write their narrative, have them practice writing three different types of leads for this narrative before they pick that final lead that they're going to use. Um, so it's not just, you know, go do this. It is a structured idea that you can take into your classroom and use with your kids. So interviewing a classmate and writing a narrative about him or her is another really fun one. And then the last idea we're going to share is to have your students write and then record themselves reading their narrative. And this is a really fun one because they can add in sound effects, they can add in little bits of music if they have permission to do so, and they can really work on like the tone they put into their stories and how they express themselves. So again, those speaking and listening skills are getting practice with this one. Yeah. And it's fun. You can share those recordings with students. You can share them with families, with other people in the school. And it's just a, a nice way to switch up narrative writing. So they're still practicing standards, but then taking it an extra step. Yeah. And I actually want to say something about my own personal experience with this one. So mm -hmm. for our May bundle for the EB Teachers Club, we had two short stories that kids were reading and we, you know, we made it distance learning friendly. So I actually read the two pieces, the two short stories that we used for those bundles. And so I had to, you know, have that inflection in my voice, the, the interest in my voice in certain parts. And it was very challenging as an adult who reads to kids all the time to do that. So what a great challenge to have for your students to, you know, they're not just reading, you know, in a very uh, monotonous way, right? but to have that inflection in their voice and that practice is really key. And that was, that was hard. So I could see that That's being an awesome challenge for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's such a simple idea, right? Just record yourself reading, but oh man, you know, like, <laughs> it's not, it's not. <laughs> at all. It took me a long time. I actually right, read the that. stories like a couple times before I finally was happy with the, the ending result, but yeah, it was good. It was really, it was an interesting experience for me to see sure. like just how difficult that was. So I actually really like that one. That's very cool. I'm glad you said yeah. that. Yeah. So the whole point of this though, is to, to share ideas and maybe get you thinking outside the box when you do narrative writing. But we will say that these ideas 
in our experience and what we believe in is that they should be incorporated throughout the year. You might not start off your year, you know, recording uh, yourself reading a narrative. You might practice all the little bitty details of a narrative, dive in deep, give them the foundation of narrative writing, the leads, the transitions, the endings. And then these activities that we shared, these are ones you can incorporate throughout the rest of your year. So students are continuing to practice these skills. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about next week, actually on the podcast is, you know, how, what that looks like when we say Mm -hmm. like spiral it throughout the year, which we've talked about on previous episodes. Um, but like really give you an idea, a breakdown of, you know, how to start the year where you can incorporate more, some ideas that you can use. So you can really start to conceptualize what your year with narrative writing might look like. Um, so make sure you listen to next week's podcast episode for sure. And then I want to, is there any last thing you want to say, or do you want me to remind people about the Go for it. Remind training. them of the training. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so we're going to end the episode by inviting you to our narrative writing training called Three Game Changing Strategies for Teaching Narrative Writing. Um, it's great. You know, you're going to see visuals instead of just hearing us talk about narratives. I'm going to be there with you walking through these strategies and how you can really incorporate them into your curriculum for next year, regardless of whether or not, like I said, we're online learning still or we're in person, you can take all of these ideas and incorporate them into your classroom. So again, go to evacademics.com forward slash narrative training to sign up. There are four different dates to choose from and we just can't wait to see you there. So we'll see you next week on the podcast talking more about narratives. It'll be our last podcast episode about narratives before we move into literary analysis writing pretty much at the end of June, right? And for all of July is what we'll be focusing on. So have a great week, you guys. We'll see you next week. See you then.